Ahoy there mateys. Uh, welcome back to the Drunken Pirate. Um, I'm Janine obviously, I've got MS. I uh, started this off basically as a way of just opening a bit of a dialogue about uh, people that have disabilities that just wander amongst you throughout society and your workplaces. Um, particularly people with uh, invisible dis disabilities that you may not be able to see and may not quite understand. Um, my case, most of mine, while they give off ticks, most of my symptoms generally are invisible. Uh, this morning I am uh, joined by my symptom gimp the hand, who just isn't, um, isn't going away. Uh, we've got drunken sober Becky, she's my speech problem, she's always here. Uh, other than that, I've, I've, there's been a re-version of um, the um, oh, ring of fire uh, of my burning hot cold leg. So that's back, um, just up to about the knee this morning. Uh, it's been the last two days, slightly frustrating. Um, and of course, we've still got the overextension of the knees, which is like the shaky legs thing, which we haven't still coined the name for, but we're leaning quite towards axle road. So we'll see. Um, however, it's nice. Billy Ray's taken a bit of a holiday so far for the last, you know, week or so, which has been absolutely delightful. Um, this morning, I uh, kind of want to just chat about um, the difficulties that I'm sure everyone with disabilities, uh, to some extent, have to, and just people battling anything, it's really have to juggle. The constant tweakings of uh, your life and diets and you know little hints and tips that you're forever doing uh, when we do take on the helpful hints that friends and family give us uh, as well as doctors and other research stuff uh, but just things that you kind of that force you into very uncomfortable situations more regularly than what you ever thought you were capable of going into. So this morning I am wandering off for the first time to an OMS support group. That's like not, oh my god, it's multiple sclerosis. No, that's not what it stands for. It's overcoming multiple sclerosis. So it's a diet kind of group. Um, the OMS method is uh, very much uh, founded uh, on kind of those paleo diets and all that. There's a fabulous doctor that came up with one of the main kinds of eating and living basically with MS. Uh, and it's been further tweaked and developed to what is now the OMS method. So I'm heading off to Karen's place. I'm sure Karen's mating. I haven't met Karen, haven't spoken to Karen. I only know of her via the email chain where Karen has invited me, uh, not solely me, obviously, there is a whole group to her place where I am meant to bring a OMS uh, food to share. Thankfully, Karen followed it up with, don't worry, we're always over catered, so if you can't do it, don't worry. Because I'm falling into that category. Not that I can't do it, but the fact that 
I am going to this group as somewhat of a novice. Very early in my diagnosis, I was very strict and probably doing something a little bit more strict than what the OMS method is. Um, but as time goes on, life gets busy and um, just fatigue in my case, but there's probably a bit of fatigue and depression there. Um, as they take over, you just kind of lose the momentum to meal prep and oh my god, meal prep is absolutely key, it's so important, but wow, can it bring you undone? And I suspect that this is why we haven't got rid of Dimp the Hand. So after a lot of frustration, I'm about to go and throw myself into a room full of strangers. Now this is terrifying for so many reasons, like, you know, although I'm perceived to be someone who is very open, I do get along with people quite easily, I can reasonably fit in anywhere. Walking to a room full of people um, that I don't know, particularly with a shared disease, is somewhat terrifying. And the reason it is so terrifying is every other MS group that I have gone to has the, it's like it's you in pictures really. There are versions of you in that room that are you at your best self, like peak 20s fitness when nothing can touch you and you have all the confidence in the world and you know everything. Or, or that's also teenage me. I'm sure teenage me might be there too. But you know, you know everything. You're very confident and disease is not going to touch you. And keep in mind, I didn't get diagnosed till I was in my 30s, so I was still that, you know, very, very confident and, um, you know, generally just well up until, you know, these recent past few years. So, but past that, there's going to be other people in the room. I don't know that there's going to, these people are going to be there in this room, but um, they're generally in these rooms. Uh, there'll be the worst, like the scariest versions of um, so there could be a version in, um, in a wheelchair, there could be people um, who are in the complete really big wheelchairs and those ones I find are a little bit shocking. Um, not for the, how do you actually explain this? So not shocking as in the sense of, oh my God, those wheelchairs can't exist because you've got two ways of looking at things, don't you? Um, that, is, that amazing machine is freedom to one individual. Like someone is managing to get out in the world um, and see the world and they were otherwise housebound, which would be um, really horrible. But for me as a dancer, um, as I mentioned in the last podcast, a lot of my identity is it's derived from both my working self, but also, you know, the dance me. There was always, you know, Janine the dancer or Nina the dancer um, long, long, long before I was in any other work capacity. Um, it's, I've managed to pay bills via dancing for, you know, years. It's been as a source of happiness and joy and as well as stress leaves and all that and unfortunately recently because of my levels of fatigue it's something I'm not doing I'm just not doing it at all but I know in this room there'll be every possible image of me and the possibilities will probably be reflected 
and Impass MS Group, that's really terrifying. So I hate going to things like this. Like I absolutely could not think of anything worse to be doing on my Sunday morning. Um, I'm sure I'm going to meet some fabulous people and I'm hopeful I'm going to get some great tips and that I might get the, the push I need to to um, rejoin the dietary world and, and make a solid commitment into just planning and meal prepping but we'll see how this goes. Um, I will keep you all updated. I'll come back in at this podcast after we go and meet uh, Karen and the gang from the OMS group. So wish me luck guys. Okay, well I did it. I uh, went and I met uh, Karen and the fellow OMS gang there up Nambour Way. Uh, and I've got to say I'm leaving it very pleasantly surprised. I feel like I found my health gang. Um, there was a whole table full of women who were around my age that uh, had similar stories to me. Uh, it was really comforting just to see that we had such a similar approach to all of these things and we were able to share our stories um, so openly and uh, we all had a bit of a chuckle about some of the stuff that we'd all faced. Um, I happily uh, learnt that uh, despite my experiences of uh, the neurologists that I've been in contact with being uh, largely minus uh, deep people skills is what I'm going to tactfully say. Um, that two of the ladies there were seeing great neurologists and uh, were really um, happy to hear that there are health people out there that do take the holistic approach without looking at you like you're some absolute raving crazy hippie. So pretty excited. Um, we'll actually make the attempt to reach out and uh, read that book with one of their neurologists to try and see where I'm sitting at this point. But I guess it goes to show that even though there was so much fear going into today in um, seeing what this group of these strangers are going to be um, to turn up there and see that these people are very much like me. Uh, some were still well and truly in the workforce and some of them were just taking a little bit of a break for now. Um, there was just great conversations all around said and um, definitely that vibe of, you know what, there is life after an OMS, uh, after an MS diagnosis and there are great groups out there like the OMS group, um, the one at Nambour, like I said, that I just went to, are particularly fabulous, but I know that there are OMS groups all around, not just Australia, but around the world, um, so if you are an MS sufferer, um, and you do want to look at uh, perhaps the influence of diet and things then I do encourage you to give Google a quick good look and maybe just go out and suss out one of these groups um, and like all disabilities there's so many different areas of support groups and you do have to just keep on sorting through the never-ending puddle of them all 
uh, and see what fits. So even on the days where you really just don't want to and you just can't be bothered um, and the idea of meeting more new people um, and not sure what that experience is going to be like is just too much for you. Um, I highly just recommend that, you know what, just give it a go because you could walk away from it like I am today having had a really positive interaction and I've just met um, seven fabulous souls who are very much uh, in tune with me and I look forward to kind of um, seeing where these interactions in this group takes me next. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Talk soon.